0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. We haven't done a show pod in a month because we were doing them. You know, Tony was the EP of the show and we got into a pretty good rhythm, and he's an insane person, and it was always funny. Herbie's been the EP of the show now for a month, and with the holidays and everything else, it just has been a little rough to try and schedule all three of us. And even now, like, Herbie's supposed to be producing a show right now.
1: so Yeah, I know Parkins is pretty pissed about that. Yeah, he's upset. I don't really do anything on that show, though. Like, so I am Shep. Wow, that was a big that was a big time thing. Actually, I do <laughs> podcasts. So I am better than Chep.
0: Well, as you can see, Herbie will bring the petty uh to our podcast as as often as possible. He and Rick Camp are here with me. Uh so all right, Herbie, a month in. Are you happy that you made the the move to middays or mid afternoons
1: or whatever the hell we call our show? Could not be happier. I mean, the show actually has a challenge for me and now I like the nighttime thing when we were doing the nighttime gig and also when Joe and Julie. But I think when the Bulls came over here, it took everything away. Usually we would have the Cubs, and then November through February we can, you know, get some riffing in, especially after the NFL season was over. Now that the Bulls have been on our station, I felt like I was just doing play-by-play every night, and then a little Joe and a little Julie and it was terrible. Not terrible that the shows were. I was just like, ugh, no creative freedom here. I love Chuck. I love Bill. But doing Bulls games is depressing. And so I, not a waste of my skills, but I think I had passed by of just doing play-by-play. And I felt like coming to your show and having a challenge daily, having fun daily, was the best move in my interest. Good. What, hello, Rick.
2: <laughs> no, Herb's doing exactly what Tony and I did the first time where we kept turning the thing the entire yeah, time. Yeah,
0: I mean, you, like, you oh, guys can just middle. talk into it because the room's so small, yeah, you don't even have to lean into it. I feel like I'm in the
1: temptations. I want to, I gotta lean into it.
0: Someone has to play tambourine.
1: This is not like an omnidirectional mic, I can just talk back here. And I mean, the
0: room's really small, and my mic is open, so it'll be picked up. It's totally it's fine. fine,
2: it's fine. So. Campy, are you all right? You good? Yeah, I know. It's like with everything, with a lot of stuff changing going on, I'm like, I'm fine. I, have, I haven't had anything, you know, like big go on. It's like the first time in a long time that there's been, a, you know, some movement around the station. And I haven't had too much directly change for me. Because, you know, like just because of the nature of my shift, I don't have as big of a role in, in the pre-show process of, of this show at all. So I'm pretty much just, hey, here's a topic. Have some thoughts. Hey, we're doing this, just so you know. Cause that's primarily my role because I can't really help in pre-production. Cause I'm on the board for Bernstein and McKnight. So no, I'm I'm all good.
0: Yeah, it's it's been I'm glad that Herbie is back. Like um he he was a clear choice to kind of take over the role that that Tony had to be the EP of the show. And I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that that we do a fun show and it's been weird because the transition of when Tony left, and then you have like holidays, so you guys are being pulled in a bunch of different directions. Yeah. And I feel like next week we can kind of get into routine, mm-hmm. and and it's been good. I mean, and and I hate that one of our characters has already been killed off. So like we create Rick Hanbot for Herbie, mm-hmm. and then immediately that character becomes irrelevant because the White Sox are out here spending money.
2: Do we think this happened because of Rick Hanbot?
0: I mean, I am I imagine that Rick Han didn't want to come on the show today because we created Rick Hanbot.
1: Sorry, Rick. I mean, finally you have done some things. I appreciate you doing it, not because of me. I appreciate you doing it because you think this team needed the pieces that they got. So getting Dallas Keiko and Edwin Encarnacion signing. Which isn't
0: official, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. It's think, still
0: not official. Well, I think he
1: was dealing with a death in his oh, family, yeah, yeah. and maybe he hasn't, you know, got the the visa or something to come over and sign the deal. But for my for my liking, it's already over. He's in, and I mean, they haven't they didn't do the official thing for Keiko until like two days ago. So I'm not worried too much. He seems relaxed about it. He's chill about it. But he's done the right things. He gets kudos for this off season. I appreciate him listening to the show if he's not coming on the show because of me. TFP. No,
0: no, no, I'm not I'm not saying that. I just think that and I'm okay with it. Like I you have to kind of get to a place of being okay with it. There's sometimes that we're going to say stuff that people who run teams or on teams are not going to like.
1: I wish they would be like the Blackhawks were, where the Blackhawks were like, man, you guys want somebody on our show? On your show? Yeah, let's go. And then they came good, and they're like, nah, we're good. We're not even going to call you guys. We're just that good now.
0: It's the truth. I mean, the Blackhawks were the the franchise that was begging for attention, and then you would think that when they did get that attention that those relationships would— would would grow, and then they would... I mean, what we've had, Jonathan Taves on this radio station twice. Yeah, you'd
2: think they want to spike the ball more when they were good. Be like, by the way, here's a guy that had a game-winning goal, or something like that. Or here's whoever was in gold on the given year who had 40 saves the night before. You'd think they'd want to do that a little bit more, but no, it's, you know, you can get... Safe guys,
1: and the Sox better do that because no one's on that station that they're broadcasting radio wise is going to be talking about the White Sox,
0: right? So, Although, I mean, that could change. I, I, I mean, they
1: have to change formats
0: a little bit. They'd have to change formats, but I think I honestly think that I, I wonder if
1: who's it, Mary Sandberg now? Yeah, she
0: and she's smart. Like Mary's a really smart programmer. I wonder if they might say, maybe we should do more at night that nighttime programming should just be sports during baseball season. We'll see. I mean, I doubt they'll do that, but if the White Sox are going to be good, you got to capitalize on it if you're them, right?
1: Yes. There's nothing in this town right now, sports-wise, that is pointing up. I think Joe pointed out this on the show the other day. The White Sox arrow is pointed straight up. They have nothing but – Good times ahead of them. Everybody else is either sideways or pointing down.
2: Everybody else should have the logo of the uh, company that sponsors the, the park.
1: The guaranteed rate. Right, yeah. Right, arrow. Right I walked. Past, I rode past that place the other day. I was like, just, just turn it the other way. Like, I get it. I get what you're doing. It's not a, you know, a thing where you're trying to say that you're gonna be down as the White Sox. They're trying to say your rate for your mortgage is gonna go down. So that's why that. But why the red arrow?
2: Wouldn't you be yeah, yeah, yeah. black? Whatever. would not they have an alternative logo? Something like that. Like something maybe that plays to the fact that they're sponsoring that park. It, I-, I don't it's know. It's a
0: really interesting thing because the guy who runs the company is a Cub fan. So I, I mean, he's not doing that on purpose. He clearly wants to be in business with the White Sox. It's just so like it's so white socksy Yeah, it like is. it's super socksy But Yeah, there's part of me that feels like – because here's what happens. So the beautiful thing about this podcast is we can talk in some really real ways. Here's what happens when I show up at the ballpark. I talk with people at the ballpark. People are happy to see me. I usually get a few minutes with Rick, and the conversation always ends like this. Hey, whenever you need me, Mm -hmm. just let me know. I'll come on. And the last two times I've been like, we need you. (laughs) let's get you on the show. He's been the first time I want to say he was traveling and he was clearly traveling to get some, some stuff done, which I'm okay for. It's like, you know, we get that. Sometimes we have to punch when it comes to the teams in town, but we still want the teams in town to do well. And we like talking to the people that make those things happen for the most part as an organization, The White Sox have been the most understanding of that for the most part.
1: Yes, and I think we have said it time and time again about this station and other stations who rely on sports. We are not rooting for the White Sox or Cubs, Bears, Bulls, Hawks to be bad. Them being good, especially the Bears, is better for our bottom line, better for our pockets, better for you listening. We're in a great mood when those teams do well. Last year. Hell, when the Bears lost that playoff game I lost money all of us you lost, lost money. money I lost a ton like, of money this is a thing that the Bears being good the white Sox being good even though they are not on our station brings ears if we're especially we're talking about it so now I'm doing this podcast I want the white Sox to do the best they can because I get more ears because more casual people are interested in a team that is doing well
0: not this particular podcast Sorry, so you're locked, locked on white, on white Sox. Sox
1: yes we can but promote it. Th- it's fine. But also, this podcast, too. People will listen to this more if teams that are being talked about on this podcast are good. So this is the perception that keeps on going on in the audience. That's not true. We want these all these teams to do well. That's why we're so hard on them when they don't do well or they when they lie to you. That's the thing I hate the most.
2: I'd like to point out that Herb left out uh, one team that is in town-ish that he— didn't say he was hoping does well. Which is? Who? The Blue Demons? Northwestern?
1: There it is. They're not in town. And also. No, that's why I, did, that's, that's that's ah, why I ah, air-quoted ah, in town. And no one cares about the Blue. I mean, Northwestern. Take it easy. I mean, <laughs> everybody cares about the Blue Demons, even though horrible losses. You anyway.
0: know what I didn't notice today? I can't be. I don't know if you noticed it.
1: Huh.
0: You know You know what uh, wasn't in a rundown today? Yep. Illinois basketball. Hey.
1: Hmm. I can only do so many things, and <laughs> I, I, apparently, I, apparently, so can they. <laughs> I I couldn't put I couldn't import anything today into the system. Uh-huh. The right. open I got inputted because it was you know it was longer, and I had a time to do it. I was gonna put things in. I was gonna put a different hawks cut in or a different bulls cut in, mm-hmm. but I had to use these cuts because our wide orbit system was messed up. I would put no. I'm I'm into the line eye bashing as much as the next guy when they don't do well which they haven't Brad Underwood needs to be needs to be put his feet to the fire same thing with Lovey and they lost crazy crazier? did the
0: Illini lose three in a row in the season the football team yes
1: yeah right they lost three in a row yeah they were six and four yes they lost to Iowa, which I was at that game. They should have lost that game. It was a
0: good loss. I mean, they, 19-10, right? Yeah. Something like that?
1: Mm-hmm. They lost to a 4 street quarterback at Northwestern, was, at home versus Northwestern. That they was got trash. Murdered. That, that, The score might not have indicated how bad they got beat. And then Cal is no great team. They were 6-6, six and six, I believe, and they were they looked like the best team on the field by far. And so, yeah, they had a season where of fans were like, yeah, here we go, bowl game. But real line fans were like, six and seven is fine, but it's not great. Stop making excuses for these people. I hate that. I just hate, like, you're a fan, and so when anybody talks about your team, it's an attack on you personally. Yeah. Instead of being critical of your team and you want your team to do better.
0: It's a really weird place that we're at right now in, in sports where there are still the people that crave the... Us trying to be honest but fair, but it, it there's almost this this weird reflexive, no one can say anything bad. You know what? Dale Hansen did a whole thing about it on the Cowboys this week. You can't say anything bad about the team that I care about. Why not? You're saying those bad things about them while you're watching them. Like, you can come on, on Twitter and Instagram and flex if you want to, but I know what you're mm-hmm. doing in front of the TV when Mitch Trubisky throws an interception or or steps out of bounds on a play and ends up getting a sack because he did it. So I don't understand why there has to be this, like, public, come on, man, like, everyone needs to be in on this. Like, I don't, I don't get that.
2: You know what the next example is going to be? Jonathan Isaacs out. For, shocking, I bring it to the NBA. That Jonathan <laughs> <Sorry>. Isaacs. <laughs> Isaac is out for 2 months. Mm. He is a big-time player for the Magic who are currently in the 8 seed. Yeah. The 9 seed right now, your Chicago Bulls. And whoever makes that gets that 8 seed is not going to be 500. It's going to be like a th- maybe a 35 to 37 win 8 seed. So there are going to be people saying, "Yeah, but the Bulls made the playoffs. They hit their goal even though they're going to be a 35 to 37 win team that's still very flawed, and not that good."
1: Yeah, and but are going to be and
2: it's going to be the same thing as saying, "Yeah, but bowl game, but yeah, exactly end up 6 and 7."
1: But they're not going to get there. That's the problem. The Bulls had what, the fifth easiest schedule in NBA up to the oh, point. Oh right.
2: No, I don't think they're going to get there either, but they could. It's yeah. much more plausible now that you have the one other team that was, you could say is more talented is now missing its maybe most talented player, but still.
0: All right, look, you got to go back to work because Parkins already was talking about, you know.
1: He's going to freak out.
0: Yeah, that you need to be back in.
1: Literally, all I do is sit in that chair and podcast. I, I get it. Show. I
0: get it, though, that he's looking across. He's expecting one thing, he's getting another. They're, he it, should be used to it. it. It leaves Sean in the room by himself. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Like I said, the great thing about adding Herbie to this podcast is that he has his willingness to be petty. So we'll do this once a week. The boys will be here, and hopefully there'll be a better schedule, uh, and and Herbie won't have to worry about running back into the studio. Thanks so much for listening. It's appreciated. We'll have some cool stuff for you next week, and if anything crazy happens during the weekend, we'll cover that for you too. I expect to be on my couch Sunday, and I'm very much looking forward to – being on my couch Sunday and watching a whole lot of football. So thanks for listening to the whole daily today. Talk to you soon.